Welcome to the Elite Business Academy podcast, the favorite show for business owners and entrepreneurs to get their weekly fix of motivation and knowledge. Discover powerful strategies on how to build a successful business and techniques to create a positive life. And now, here's your host, motivational speaker, business coach, and founder of the EBA, Craig Wilkinson. Welcome to the Elite Business Academy podcast, where today's episode is going to be slightly different in the fact that I've got my podcast coach that's with me today, Tom Griffin from Splicing Block. And by listening to this episode today, you are going to learn the benefits of having a podcast show, how to set up a podcast channel, and the equipment and the gear that you're going to need to get yourself started. My name's Craig Wilkinson. I'm founder of the Elite Business Academy. I'm a business coach and motivational speaker, and I'm your host for today's live interview. So as my listeners should know by now, you will know that I am massively into personal development. And as part of my personal development routine, I'm constantly listening to audiobooks and podcast episodes from other people that I can learn from. Podcasts are a fantastic way of getting knowledge from people that are the authorities and the influencers in their industry or sector. And as my Elite Business Academy members will know... I'm constantly telling you to go and listen to these fantastic people that have got all this knowledge to hand. But then I thought, hang on a minute, Craig, what are you doing? You're sending your members and you're sending your audience and your community to go and listen to somebody else, when in actual fact, you've got all the knowledge. You just need to set up your own podcast show so you can share that knowledge. But I had no idea where to start. So... I asked a good friend of mine and and an Elite Business Academy member, Ash Hawkins, who's a videographer, said, Ash, do you know anybody that's an expert in podcasting that can help me put a show together and point me in the right direction of all the gear that I'm going to need? Ash said, Craig, I know the exact person you need to speak to. You need to speak to somebody called Tom Griffin because Tom is a podcast coach. So I lined up a meeting with Tom around nine months ago. Tom came down to my office. He sat down with me, explained all about podcasting, the benefits of podcasting, the gear that I'm going to need. He got me set up and we launched our podcast channel nine months ago. And to date, we've had 4,281 downloads of just 10 episodes that we filmed already. And we're already starting to bear fruit from our podcasting. The fact that we are getting so many people now contacting us saying that, Craig, the knowledge that you're sharing with us is now helping us to develop ourselves and our business. And we're getting more and more people subscribing and becoming members to the Elite Business Academy. So Tom's come down to see me again at my office today because we're going to have a review and a strategy session on the type of podcast that we're going to be putting out over this next two or three months and how we can make our podcasts even more powerful than they already are. So let me introduce you to the man who's responsible for me becoming a key influence and an authority in the coaching and personal development world, my podcast coach, Tom Griffin. Hiya, Craig. Thank you very much for having me down. Pleasure to be here on this side of the microphone for once. 
Awesome to have you down here, Tom, and thank you for joining me today. So I've promised our listeners that by tuning into this interview, Tom, that you are going to share all your knowledge, the knowledge that you've shared with me to get me going to help my members benefit from having a podcast show. Excellent. I hope it can be of, uh, of some use to you. So what we're going to be covering is the benefits of having a podcast show, how to set up a podcast channel, and the equipment and the gear that you're going to need to get started. Tom, are you going to unleash your knowledge on us? I'm going to unleash. Um... That's fantastic, Tom. So before we get started, it'd be great if you could just give a brief interview to, to yourself, a bit about your background and what it is you do at Splicing Block. Uh, I set up Splicing Block about two years ago now. And since then, I've been involved in all kinds of exciting audio and podcast projects. Um, I've always loved podcasts. I listen to them all day, every day, various subjects. And it really inspired me to to start making good quality audio for, for other people and uh, telling other people's stories. I've worked with a number of different businesses in lots of different sectors. I've worked with Accenture IT consultancy. I've done work with the NHS SBS. Um, it was that job actually that I got in touch with Ash, who then put me in touch with Craig. I worked along with the EBA, obviously, on this very podcast that you're listening to right now. And I also do a lot of kind of hobbyist um, passion projects as well of podcasts about sport. I've done a rugby podcast and we do one about acting called the Two Shot Podcast where we have some of the stars of the, the small screen and the big screen sharing their life stories and, and helping younger actors and, and actresses and other creatives uh, find their way through through life. So. Yeah, that's a little bit about the kind of stuff that I do. That's brilliant, Tom. Thank you so much for that introduction. So let's start off with the basics first and foremost, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that still don't know what podcasts are and have never heard of them. So, you know, what is a podcast show and a podcast channel? Well, the easiest way to describe a podcast to people that aren't particularly familiar with them, I always think of it as on-demand audio. I always think of it as the, the audio equivalent of YouTube. If you want to listen to a podcast on a certain subject or you want to listen to a podcast that teaches you a certain skill, you can type those things into a podcast search engine and, uh, and bring up some audio that will, um, will fulfill those things you're after. Um, a podcast channel, very much like any social media kind of avenue, is something where the stuff that you're putting out, the audio, the podcast that you're putting out, gets drip fed when whenever you put it out it gets drip fed to your audience uh, and is there for them when they decide they want to listen to it so tom what what are the benefits to having your own podcast show i mean i'm starting to reap the benefits now so i understand but you know there might be somebody out here thinking well hang on a minute how how do i get into podcasting and what are the benefits so you know what will, what what are the benefits of podcasting uh, well, from a, a business point of view, which I'm guessing is the concern of most people who will be listening to the Elite Business Academy podcast, um, it really positions you well as a key influencer in your particular sector or your particular market. When people listen to you speaking on um, certain subjects with passion, with authority, with um, with verve, it always makes me think that that person knows exactly what they're talking about, exactly what they want to achieve from their business and, and sets you out from, from the competition. 
A lot of businesses that I have worked with have talked about how a podcast has helped them order their thoughts and order, order their positions on certain subjects. And it can be something like recording something that really solidifies what you think about a certain thing. And when it comes to conferences, when it comes to public speaking, when it comes to selling your business to other people, if you've recorded something like a podcast already, it really improves your confidence and, and ability to do that kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about becoming a sort of like a key person of influence and an authority. Obviously, we've done 10, 10 podcasts already. And, you know, f from things like how to identify a target market, how to set your goals in life, how to put a business plan together um, and more. And, and what I enjoy about podcasting is when I get asked questions, particularly by members in our Facebook community on, you know, Craig, how do you write a business plan? It's so easy for me to say, well, this is how you do it in a nutshell. But if you want to go back and listen to my podcast, episode number seven is an example, then go back and listen to that because in that podcast, I give all the knowledge. I don't leave any stone unturned. I tell you exactly how you need to put a business plan together. And that's great because they can then go away and listen to that in their own time, at their own leisure, whether they're walking the dog, they're in the gym, they're commuting, they can get that knowledge in. But that knowledge is coming from me. You know, we're not selling anything. We're not trying to, you know, influence people to do anything for us, but we're just giving that knowledge away for free at a time that suits them. And for me, that that is really powerful. It's like having your knowledge and, and you in their ears 24-7. Yeah, and it's the, it's the intimate nature of podcasting. It's normally a solo pursuit, you know, people are listening on their own. When you, when you feel like you're being talked to by one particular person, it really hits home what the, the ideas that they're putting across. And, um, I mean, you're not selling any, anything to anyone per se, but it's such a powerful marketing device to kind of get people to, to come yeah. back to you, to come back to your, your business. It's, yeah, it, it really works on that front. So what do people talk about then, Tom, because... You know, it, it, you know, even go back to social media, people say, I run out of things to say, you know, in, in a 50 word post. You know, how what, what are the type of things that people need to talk about on a podcast? Well, I always think that the what works best is the thing that the people are genuinely passionate about in their business. I think if, if you speak about something with with genuine purpose and genuine kind of belief in what you're saying, it's always going to come across well on a microphone. In terms of business, if your clients and, and people that are using your business have particular problems, you can talk about how to solve those problems, um, any kind of hiccups and, and, and road bumps that might occur. And if you, if you can solve them issues through a podcast, people are going to be coming back to you time and time again, you know, asking after your business. But I mean, making a podcast about certain things might be difficult. And if you can talk about a subject that's even loosely related to your business, that kind of relationship with the listener that you'll develop through putting a regular podcast out, even if it's not particularly related to, I don't know, the, the dry storm walling that you're doing or the roofs that you're fitting or the um, haulage company that you're owning, if you're building a relationship talking about subjects loosely related to them, it's going to have your name in people's ears, it's going to have your um, logo in people's social media feeds and they're going to come back to you when they need that service. Absolutely, Tom, yeah. I mean, the, the people that are listening to this are business owners and entrepreneurs. And at the end of the day, although we've got products and services that we all sell, 
ultimately, we're not selling a product or service. What we're selling is a solution to somebody's problem. So if you can solve that problem, even though they don't personally know you, yet they are building a relationship up with you because you're giving them that valuable knowledge away for free to solve the problem so the relationships are formed. So Tom, we know what a podcast channel is and the benefits of having one. We now know what we're going to be talking about. The next thing is, what equipment do we need to record and get a podcast episode out there? Well, you've got a few different options and there is options to suit every every kind of budget or every kind of, you know, whether you want to dip your toe into the water or whether you want to go a full, full whole hog and, and, and really dive into the podcasting world. I'll start off with the kind of the, the cheaper mobile or the free kind of mobile solutions. Um, podcasts, easy to record on a phone. You can stick it on a table, stick your voice notes on and off you go. That's a That can be a podcast. Um, if you want to put a little bit more kind of time, thought, effort into making one on a mobile, there's a number of different apps that you can use. There's one called Anchor that a lot of people talk about um, that allows you to record a podcast in different sections, put little bits of background music in there. Um, you can plug your headsets into the into the mobile phone and record using the, the built-in microphones on there just to give a little bit more clarity, a little bit more kind of audio fidelity. Um and yeah, it's free to use, you know, it's there for everyone that wants to have a go at podcasting. Um, if you want to take a, a bit more of a plunge into the podcasting world, um, you've got another couple of options. You can use a portable recorder, something like the Zoom H4n or Tascam do a range of portable recorders. Um, they'll allow you the battery powered. You can take them where you want, stick them in a rucksack, stick them in your briefcase, take them around to um, a client place, take them around to a colleague, conduct an interview, record something in, in your bedroom, in your hotel room on your own, just speaking into the built-in microphones, recording it onto a, a memory card, an SD card that you can stick in your laptop. Um, and they're they're really brilliant. A lot of people that travel about use them. If you want to kind of take, take the plunge and go whole, all the way into the podcasting world, as Craig's done here at the on the EBA podcast, um, you can buy stuff to record on a laptop-based setup. So we're speaking into a couple of condenser microphones here. Um, condenser microphones really kind of pick up the, the true kind of character of someone's voice and, and give a real professional kind of studio sound to, to what you're doing. The, the ones we're using at the moment are Rode NT1As, um, dead, dead nice condenser microphone, Um We've got them mounted in, in something that we call a shock mount, which stops all the vibrations from, you know, passing traffic or from a, a, a knock on a table from traveling up into the microphone. We're speaking through something called a pop shield, which um, basically looks like a pair of tights stretched over a, a circle to stop all the all the plosives, all the P's and the B's from, from hitting the microphone and, you know, causing that kind of abrasive sound that people don't want to listen to. Uh, and we've got all these plugged into something that's called an audio interface. Now, an audio interface connects to your computer via USB or via FireWire or via Thunderbolt, whatever your connection is, and allows you to plug a microphone directly into your computer so you can get that good quality, rich studio sound into your laptop or into your desktop computer. You can listen back to them on, on whatever you want from a computer. Um, sometimes it's good to have an idea. Uh, a pair of, of closed 
earphones that you can listen to your own voice when you're recording it or listen to whoever you're recording on there and make sure the sound quality is there when you're recording it and make any adjustments that you need to do um, after that. So they're the kind of three options. You've got your mobile, you've got your, your portable, and you've got your kind of home studio style setup, which is what we're speaking on today. Yeah, and, and what I would say is, listen, before you start investing heavily into equipment like like I've done, why don't you start off with these apps? I mean, the other one that, that we know of is, is podbean.com. Uh, and you can download the podbean.com app onto your phone. You plug your speakers in, like Tom's just said, into your, into your mobile phone. So you've got the audio and you record direct into Podbean. Now, we're going to come on to Podbean shortly, but that, that is a great way of doing it. I know that uh, Tom set up an EBA member on a podcast uh, show recently using one of the portable uh, recorders. Big shout out to Noel. Yeah, big shout out to Noel Johnson. He's one of my Inner Circle coaching members. Well done, Noel, for getting stuck into the podcasting. And then you can go the whole hog like like Tom's just explained with the kit where I've got. What I would say is it doesn't have to be perfect to start off with, yeah? Version one is better than version none. And as long as the content that you are delivering through your podcast is right, in other words, the knowledge that you're sharing, people will tune in. So if you're going to do it professionally like my setup here, Tom, you're going to need something to record and edit all your audio onto. So can you share Can you share the best way of being able to do that? Yeah, there's a number of different options and, and people argue the toss over which is the best one for the job. But it comes down to the fact that they're all pretty much of a muchness. Um, we're currently recording onto a program called Logic. Uh, Logic costs you about £150 from the App Store. Uh, it's a it's a Mac only thing. I, I've I've used Mac computers most of my life, so this is what I'm comfortable with using, uh, and it is rock solid and it does a great job. Now, if you want to record on a computer and you don't want to splash the cash on on something like Logic, you've got a number of free options. Macs come free loaded with something called GarageBand, which is a really really powerful tool for considering that it's free. You know, it's already loaded onto your computer. GarageBand's basically meant to make music making easy for people, but you can record your voice into that. You can edit, chop out little bits, cut up audio on there, and it's so user-friendly, so kind of um, almost almost child-friendly that it, it makes the kind of learning curve pretty, pretty shallow for you to get into. Um, if you're not a Mac user, there's loads and loads of other options. A lot of podcasters use an app called Audacity, which is free to download. It's a very, very basic program, but it's got everything on that you need to record your voice and to edit your voice on there. So that's a, a great option. Um, tons more out there, tons more of what we call digital audio workstations um, that you can record into Pro Tools, um, Ableton, Reason, all of these things, very similar to what, what we're using here. Let you record in, let you edit, and um, yeah, you're, you're on your way to doing your own podcast there. So now we've got the right equipment, we've got the right software to record and edit our podcasts onto. The next step, Tom, is we need to host our audio somewhere. So our podcast, just like a website, you've got your website hosting. It's exactly the same with your podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, precisely right, Craig. Um, as with the, the, the DAWs, the recording software I've just talked about, there's loads and loads of options and a lot of people argue the pros and cons of each one. 
Craig's already mentioned Podbean today, who run it, do a great app that lets you record. But all the all the podcasts that I've I've made today, we've hosted on Podbean. Uh, it's really rock solid. It gives you some good analytics, tells you how many people are listening, where they're listening from, what device they're using to listen on. Um, really kind of makes you see where your, your podcast is connecting with people. Um, but it's pretty easy to use. Once you've made your podcast, you've created your MP3 of a podcast, you upload it to their server onto your podcast channel and Podbean will send your podcast out to Spotify, can send it out to the Apple podcast app, which is where the vast majority of people listen to podcasts. It'll send it out to other podcasting channels like Acast, like Stitcher. Um, like I think Google plays on its way. It does it in America, but I don't think it does it over in the UK yet, but surely that's just a matter of time. Um, but it will it'll disseminate, share out this podcast to, to wherever people listen it on YouTube as well. Yeah. YouTube's a Just great place. YouTube, yeah, they? yeah, really useful tool. Um, but there are other options out there: Stitcher, Acast, Libsyn, um, all worth having a little look at to see what kind of suits you and your needs. Similar-ish prices, you know, you're going to be paying best part of eighty, ninety pound for a year. Um, but I think for the, the service that they provide, that if you're going to be doing a podcast on a, a fairly regular basis, weekly, um, bi-weekly, even, even monthly, I think it's a fair price for the kind of reach that these um, podcasting hosting services will get for you. And the advice that Tom gave me about Podbean uh, has been bulletproof because I love Podbean. Not only do we use it as our hosting to, to host this podcast on not only does it share it onto spotify and youtube and stitcher and other platforms if you're on a budget and you download the podbean app you can record straight into the podbean app once you've got an account you record straight into the app it uploads it onto podbean for you so it uploads it onto your server and people can then listen to your pod podcast wherever they are in the world and what i was staggered about you know Tom's just talked about analytics. You know, as people know, we're based in, in, in the UK. But when we looked at our analytics before we came on live onto this podcast, we've got people listening to this podcast all over the world, Canada, Sweden, uh, Australia. You know, I, I don't know anybody in Australia, but people are starting to listen to our, our podcast in Australia. So that's the power of having the audio and the reach that we've got through this digital age. Yeah, it takes a, a local company and makes it a, a kind of global reach, which is, you know, the internet, that's what it's built for, and it? For connecting people from all over the world with um, like-minded people or business people or, you know, clients. And, and yeah, it, it really works well. I think there's people from Chile, from Australia, all over the place. It's, it's good to see, and it? Just, it's just nice to know that people on, on the other side of the world are, are getting value from what you're saying. It is, and, and, and that fits really well. And one of the reasons why I wanted a podcast is not only to share the knowledge that I'd got to help people, but, you know, our bigger plan with the EBA is to go global with it. So the, the podcast, the Elite Business Academy TV, the TV channel that we've set up, you know, we've recorded seven episodes of our, our own TV show. This is to help us get the reach that we need globally for when we launch our new global membership options. So what I've learned from this process, Tom, is that there are three different sections that we need to put into a podcast. So we've got an introduction, 
we've got the content itself and then we've got the call to action. In other words, what do we want people to do at the end of the podcast? So can you just walk us through each one of those three different sections and why they're so important? Yeah, I mean, podcasting is such a broad thing and, and it, podcasting can take what, whatever kind of shape that you think your podcast should, but I think there's a few general rules that we should should adhere to. And, and listeners, people um, that are tuning in generally kind of like that familiarity of having the, the same kind of structure, not the same content, but the same structure every week. So um, particularly for business kind of podcasts, I always advise an intro where you kind of get your key points. You talk about what you're going to talk about in that podcast. Just let everyone know. It's like the index of a book. Um, yeah, say who you are, welcome people in, thank you for coming, thank you for downloading Um and then talk about your the key points that you're going to make in, in the main body of your work. Um, yeah, then we need some content. So many, many different things you can talk about in there. I always think sectioning it off is a good idea. Craig's a big fan of kind of three ways that you're going to do this or seven ways that you're going to do that or here's nine things that you need to do to achieve this. And I always think that works well as, as the main content, kind of list-based, small sections, um, and you can you can do a lot of creative things with podcasts. Like uh, sometimes when I'm I'm working on Craig's podcast, we put bits of music in as yeah. well yeah, that, yeah. that can kind of not change the mood, but like enhance the mood of something that's being said. So um, if there's something that's kind of pensive or a little bit reflective in a podcast, um, we we can put some music in that reflects that. If there's something particularly uplifting or kind of energizing. Um, inspiring we can put some music in that affects that so that's a good good thing to have in the kind of body of your work um and then a little outro kind of call to call to action we uh, we call in here where you can get the people that have taken value from your podcast getting getting the people that have, have listened in um to follow you on your social media channels to subscribe to your podcast channel to have a look at your youtube channel to visit that all important website that you've got set up where you kind of drive your business from there, getting them to um, engage with you on all those different fronts is, is an absolute key thing at the end, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, podcasts are all about building relationships up. And as you will hear at the end of my podcast today, you know, we're going to encourage you to go and join our Facebook group so we can continue that relationship going so, Tom, you know, we've got the content, we've got everything out there now. How do we actually get people to listen to our podcast? Because, you know, I shot my first one and I'm thinking, okay, I've got members, I have got a community that I can that I can put this out to and, and no doubt they will listen. But what happens if you're starting from scratch and, you, you know, you've only got a handful of business colleagues or, or friends or fans? How do you get people to listen to you? Well, social media is massively important for any kind of business. And, and I'm sure you've heard tons and tons about getting word out there in, in the various social media circles. So I won't dwell on that too much. Um, if you've got existing audiences there, that's a great place to start. I think um, as attested to by these this massive global reach that the, the EBA podcast has got listeners all over the world, um, making your podcast searchable, you know, search engine optimization, including those keywords that people are going to be yeah. looking for, yeah. such as influence or um, guidance or kind of 
business um, business knowledge. I don't. You're probably a better place than me to talk about these yeah. kind of terms. But on Podbean, you can put these kind of tags on yours so that when people search in the various search engines, um, podcast search engines, and they search for a certain term, if you've got that term, it's going to be throwing your podcast up at the the top of the list, or you know, up there in the the top few that people are going to be choosing from. With podcasting in particular, though, I think that word of mouth is massively important. Um, podcasts are something that people that listen to podcasts are super passionate about. Uh, and if your content's good, if you're delivering on a fairly regular basis, you know, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, and you're building that audience, people are going to be talking about it, saying to the mates, have you heard this? I think this might be useful to you. I think, think this might be valuable to you. Uh, and if you can make a podcast that gets people talking, I think that's the, the best way to, yeah. to get the word out there. Yeah, yeah. And asking people to share, subscribe, uh, sharing your podcast across their social media. I mean, 100% social media is the way to go to pr- promote your podcast. Other areas, you know, how we've done it is we've announced it at our events, uh, email to, to all the people that have subscribed to our email. So there's de- various different ways of being able to get your message out there. Tom, how long should a podcast be? Because I listen to some that are two hours long. I listen to others that are five minutes long. Is there a right and wrong length or is it just, you know, however it comes? Uh, Interesting question, actually. I went to this BBC digital commissioning briefing in Birmingham a couple of months back and there was a fellow there called Jason Phipps who is um, head of podcast commissioning at the BBC and he compiled and sent round in this these email group that I'm in, this kind of 11, I think it was 11, 11 golden rules of podcasting. And the first one was a podcast length will be dictated by its content. And I think by that, it means that you can put a 10-minute podcast out. If you've got 10 minutes worth of stuff to say, you can put that out. There's podcasts out there that are six, seven, eight hours long. I personally prefer the kind of more bite-sized thing but i know that there's people out there who who really like that long form um in like as in-depth as you can get podcast there might be people that are doing long distance commutes that want some kind of audio accompaniment they don't want to get tired of listening to the radio all the time the general rule is kind of half an hour ish and i'm not really basing that on anything other than my own personal preferences um but yeah uh, the, that's the good thing about podcasts. They're not, you've got no one telling you how long it should be. It's not like normal radio, um, making stuff for radio, making stuff for television where you've got a 15-minute, a, a half-hour, a one-hour slot. If you've got a two hours' worth of stuff to say and it's valuable stuff, you can you can make that happen. I mean, on the stuff that we've worked on together, Craig, some of them are 25 minutes long, some of them are 50 minutes long, and I don't think you'll have had one complaint about someone saying, no, it's not as long as last week or this was too short or this was too long last week. Is that is that the case? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the feedback that we've had, I mean, I'm, I've been blown away and overwhelmed actually about the feedback that we've had from, from listeners on this podcast. You know, I, I get direct messages on Facebook and, and Twitter. We get emails, you know, we get comments on our Facebook group of people literally all over the world listening, listening to it saying, you know, the value that you're giving away, and again, it's all free. The value that you're giving away is is, is powerful. Now, if that if that's a 20-minute clip or, or, or a 50-minute one, it's whatever it is. I mean, I, I tend to, I mean, I've got a short, a short span when it comes to attention. So I personally don't, 
it's not that I don't look for ones that are shorter. It's just that I think if I'm going to listen to a podcast any more than an hour and and I'd struggle to take all that information in, that's just the way I learn and develop. That's not the case for everyone. Uh, so, so I'm with you on the on the shorter ones. Tom, I found it a lot easier than I thought it would be getting into podcasting, mainly because of your help, support and guidance that, that you've given me. But what three tips would you give to someone who may be listening to this or thinking, do you know what? I'm going to start a podcast channel up. Yeah, because it's not as difficult as you think. Just got to think a little bit more outside the box. But what three tips would you give them? I'd go back to something that you've already alluded to, Craig, in that version one's better than version none. Uh, just get stuck in and have a go. Test the waters. Um, you can do it for free. There's no financial kind of consequence to having a go for the first time. Um, and what what have you got to lose? Like, What's the worst that can happen? Just get stuck in and, and do it. Second tip would be regularity. I think that having kind of hodgepodge, you know, I'll re- release one this month and none that month and six a month later is going to confuse an audience. So I kind of, I mean, it's not always possible. People have other things on, but regularity is, is what podcast audiences are after. And if they know that every second Thursday of the month is new EBA podcast day, or they know that every Sunday night they're going to get their fix of, um, Springfield training podcast that is going to build an audience and that's going to um, develop a, a, a strong listenership. And spring, so, so, so Springfield training is that what Noel Johnson's new podcast called? Uh, yeah, I think we can give that a plug now. It's, yeah. it, it's not it's not up and out there yet, but it's uh, it's imminent coming to a podcast stream near you very soon. And, and what's you know I know what Noel does, yeah, but just the diversity of this, you know. If you want to explain very briefly about what what Noel's podcast is all around, because it's completely different to what we do. Yeah. Well, Noel, um, I don't know all that much about Noel's business um, and what it does on a day-to-day basis, but as far as the podcast channel goes, he's going to be talking to different clients every week, and it's going to be quite a conversational podcast. Um, I've set him up with a setup where he can be in his office or in his home speaking into his portable recording device and he's going to be plugging his mobile phone into the recording device as well and either FaceTiming or phone calling with another person and recording a conversation that's going to go out um, about certain subjects each week. I'm, I'm awaiting the, those subjects with bated breath, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to working on that in the, in the weeks to come. And that's how diverse podcasts are. You know, we do a coaching podcast I know uh, Noel's company because he's on my Inner Circle coaching program and he's, he's a training provider for things like apprenticeships. So he's going to be using a mobile recorder and his mobile phone to interview people and that's his, going to be his podcast because he knows his target market. So tip number three. Um, yeah, my third tip would be a podcast about what you're passionate about. If you've already got that knowledge, you've got that passion about a certain subject, that's going to shine through in your podcast. So it's a, it's a good place to start. Um, if you want to develop your podcast onto other subjects that you're less familiar with or that you want to learn a little bit more about later on, then that's great. But I think to, to start with, at the very least, podcast about what, you're, what you know. Three brilliant tips to get you started. So, Tom, tell me about the British Podcast Awards because... I know that you won an award 
at, at the awards evening. So tell me a little bit about that. It was a very fun night. We went down to a... We've been recording in the day, actually. We've been recording um, a couple of podcasts in the day, one with a DJ called Dave Haslam, who used to DJ at Hacienda in Manchester, and uh, another with Paddy Considine, who's an actor who's in Dead Man's Shoes and loads of other kind of cult films. Uh, and we, we went down to London to this kind of glitzy place. I don't think we were even dressed appropriately, really, but um, it was a pretty pretty glitzy do in a posh place in London. And we, we'd been nominated for this Best Culture Podcast Award um, with this podcast that I do every week called the Two Shot Podcast. We interview actors, creative people, musicians, um, artists, all kinds of different people on there about their lives, about their creative processes, about how they grew up. And, and yeah, we got nominated, went down, had a few bevies on the train, as you, and, do. As you do, as you when do. you go into a do like that. And, uh, and they read our name out for the Best Culture Podcast. Wow. And uh, we went up on stage and were presented with an award by um, some, of the, some of the podcast glitterati. And um, yeah, since then, it's, I mean, we've been heading in the right direction, but that really gave us a, a boost with a two-shot podcast. And, and you know, we're, we're getting new listeners and um, attracting more people, supporting the podcast and getting a community growing around that podcast all the time. So... Yeah, it was a good experience, enjoyed it a lot. Congratulations. Nice one. That's brilliant. Podcast Glitterate. <laughs> I've never heard of that one before. No, I don't think anyone's yeah. ever said it before, really, but... <laughs> well done on that one, Tom. Nice one. So, Tom, tell us about the services that you offer, because you're my podcast coach. I couldn't have set this up. I wouldn't have even known where to start without the knowledge, the help and support that you've given me. So, if you just want to share with our listeners... What is it that you actually do? What services can you offer? I go, I go around to different businesses and set them up for podcasting, whether it's advising them on what equipment to buy specific to, to what they want to achieve from podcasting um, or giving them a crash course in how to edit audio so they can create their own podcasts. Um, that's something I've done um, with various different clients and different companies. I also do a lot of editing for other podcasts. So... Noel is one example. Craig's Elite Business Academy podcast that we've been working on for the last almost a year now. Um, he'll record his stuff. He'll send it over to me using Dropbox or some other kind of large file transfer system. And I'll edit that. I'll, I'll, I'll enhance the audio. I'll compress it, get it all up to the kind of broadcast ready levels that people expect to hear from a, a, a professional podcast. Um, I'll stick the intro on, the intro music, outro music, make sure it's all nicely balanced and mixed properly, uh, and then and send back an MP3 to, to the company to put up on their podcast feeds. Or I can do that side of things as well, you know, getting everything um, tagged up, um, blurbs attached to it, put up on the website and ready to go out into the world so it takes that, that hassle out of your hair. Other companies employ me to come in and do all the recording if they don't want to, if they want to do a short run of podcasts, say six about a certain subject, I can go into their offices, to their building for a day or two, um, take all my microphones, take my mobile recording set up and record those podcasts there, take them away, edit them and send them back all the MP3s saying there's, there's your lot, like a one-off job. And that's been really effective for some people that want to put out a short run of podcasts if they don't want to invest to, to do it long-term. Um, sometimes works out a bit more yeah. financially yeah. viable for them. So, yeah. But I suppose, you know, it, it doesn't just stop there because 
you know, what what if you've got someone on the other side of the world, yeah, who wants to contact you, you know, that you're not going to fly out to Canada. Well, I'm always but, open to that, Craig. Well, <laughs> Get me a ticket to Toronto. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, you know, you could be listening to this somewhere in the world and thinking, I could do with a Tom. Listen, contact Tom. We're in the digital age, you know, we've got Skype, we've got Zoom. Tom can get you set up wherever you are. So, Tom, if people wanted to contact you, what's the best way of being able to make contact with you? Well, I've got a website up there. It's www.splicingblock.com. Don't know if you, do you know what a splicing block is, Craig? I'm guessing splicing from the little bit I know about editing, it's where you're cutting bits out and editing things. And then when you put it together, it's a block. Uh, half right, half right. Yeah. The splicing is exactly that, cutting up audio. The, the word splicing block comes from when people used to use physical tape, like a cassette tape or reel-to-reel tape players, and they'd have this this metal block with lines on it, and they'd, they'd cut up the tape and stick it back together and do their edits. And that's kind of what I do for a living, only in the digital world. Um I take all these bits of audio and cut them up, put them together. So that's my that's my company, Splicing Block. Um, have a little look on that website. There's a lot about the services that I provide on there, a lot of examples of work that I've done with various clients, various um, different podcasts. Um, yeah, and, and there's emails on there, splicingblockpodcasts at gmail.com. You can get in touch with me there. All the usual social media channels, I'm at Splicing Block on uh, Twitter, Instagram, send me a DM, get in touch and um, hopefully I'll be of of some help to you if you're uh, looking to make podcasts or any kind of audio content. Tom, it's been great to have you down at EBA HQ again with us today. Thanks very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure to visit. You're absolutely welcome. Have you enjoyed it? Yep, certainly have. It's been great. Brilliant. And I just want to say a personal thank you to Tom because I didn't, I never expected my podcast to take off the way it has and you know the professionalism that Tom's shown to, to us at the EBA and the gear and everything and all the help and support has been absolutely priceless in getting us to where we are today today we've had 4,281 downloads over 10 episodes that's 428 people on average that's downloaded one of my podcasts and are listening to me somewhere in the world getting that getting that knowledge getting that help and getting that support and I think that's absolutely incredible I really hope that you've took some knowledge and information away from this podcast and away from Tom and I would encourage you even if it's just on a on a small budget to get involved with podcasting because it will help you grow your business it helps get your message out there and more importantly it will win you more customers and clients what I'd love you to do is I'd love you to leave us a comment on our Facebook group. Leave a post or a comment for Tom. He's involved in the Facebook group. Tag him in. Tell Tom what benefit you've got out of this podcast. If you're not already a member of our Facebook community, what is going on? Come on, let's get you in. If you want to head over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash elite business academy and come and leave a comment tell us a bit about your business the benefit that you're getting from this podcast 
Also, I want you to look out for the launch of Elite Business Academy TV. This is a TV show where I interview some of the most successful business leaders, entrepreneurs, sports personalities, and people with disabilities that have overcome unimaginable situations to achieve the success that they've now got in their lives. And we can all learn and benefit from these type of people. So on behalf of myself, And Tom, my podcast coach, I want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode, and we'll see you over on the next one.